0: Flying Casuals brought to you by Patreon supporters Brent, Kelly Breckner, Jory Webb, Wes Anderson, David Bush, and Nate Edison. May the force be with you.
1: You're listening to Flying Casual,
0: a Star Wars podcast.
2: Here's your host, Michael Canterbury.
0: Casual fam, welcome to another installment of flying casual a star wars podcast holly are Here you excited are. i am you're back this is uh, two episodes in a week it's a big one phrasing there it's a it little too early for that holly and i don't want to offend our guests um no ladies and gentlemen and it's not luke elder um luke has the night off um i hear he has kids or something holly so the couldn't nerve. make it couldn't make it um, he's really social distancing right now I, Maybe he's just annoyed with us at this point
1: He's actually socially distancing himself I think itself. we've
0: latched on to him for human interaction And I think he's cut us off That's
1: right Dug your little claws in there And he pulled
0: him out That's one. right And maybe that's a forewarning for our guests You may recognize this handsome SOB It is our good friend Wade Wade, how you doing buddy?
3: What up casual fam? How you guys doing? Let's go. I'm doing great
0: Dude, we had Wade on for our first ever episode, and I, Wade, I'm going to be honest, I was nervous for myself, because I had no idea what the hell I was doing, um, it had been a while since I podcasted, you know, we were bringing you on, we, our, our interactions had all been on the internet, right, we'd never had a conversation, right. and it was one of the most fluid conversations I've ever had, Holly, I mean, am I right?
1: You are correct. That
0: was such a great start to the podcast, and it, I, that's I wanted to bring you back. I'm, I'm. We talk, I mean, I, I, weekly, if not, you know, every weekly, other day. Yeah. I, I mean, it, the, the group also as well, obviously. But Wade and I got a little side chat going every once in a while too, so don't be jealous. <laughs> um, but <laughs> how you been doing, my 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 good friend? You you keeping yourself busy?
3: Yeah, yeah, keeping myself busy. Still working, you know. Doing the daily grind, taking care of the kids, paying bills, living life.
0: That's right. And, and 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 we had, you know, some time to talk to you before the podcast started. And and you told us uh, that your wife is currently sewing her own medical mask for the yep. Postal Service and emergency responders, um, and and medical experts, and, and that's just phenomenal
1: outstanding that's
0: outstanding stuff so guys big props to, to Wade and his family um, making sacrifices man that, that is we just I just wanted to mention that that's so awesome that she's doing that
1: you know we had a conversation a while back where I told Michael when this whole you know the fear of the coronavirus hitting the United States started to become a real issue and I said we need to do a casual fam call to action that's right and I was like I think that a lot of us are really lucky where we are secure in our jobs and others are not. And I think that there yeah. are people like the first responders, like the doctors and nurses, yeah. people working in supermarkets who still can get exposed to this, who, you know, might need some extra help. Maybe buy that pack of yeah. toilet paper and have it shipped to your neighbor, maybe. So some masks for somebody. So I think that Wade is a good kickoff, him and his wife, for this casual fam call to action.
0: Absolutely. What what's what started that, Wade? Was there, you know, just a, hey, like, I, 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 can, I can help you out here. <laughs>
3: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we've had like a lot of extra fabric and stuff laying around the house just from some of the other projects and stuff that we work on. And she just decided, you know, hey, you know, I'm going to look around, found like a pattern online and just started rolling with it. She actually even made a couple of Star Wars designs Let's too. Go. So, you know. I'll be taking one of those and rocking it at work with it. Ever comes down to it, so
0: absolutely. And and props to you, my friend, as well out there making sure you know the postal service is running well. Um, and as long as you're keeping yourself safe, uh, it sounds like you are. So we appreciate all of you guys out there, and especially the wife. Uh, you know, making a change, making a difference, and and that's that's an inspiring message. I think for all of us, you know, go outside and and help your fellow man. Um, Just at this do it time. from
1: six feet apart.
0: Well, yeah, so yeah, it's a great, great public service announcement, Holly. (laughs) Um, I found myself, when we go on emergency runs for supplies, I am very terrible at it, and people kind of look at me weird, and they're like pull themselves away from me. So I need to be a Mm -hmm. little more aware. And
1: by emergency runs for supplies, you don't mean Oreos. Well, it it depends who you're
0: asking. Was my sugar low? Yes. So we ran out of sweets. I had to go get some Oreos and some other things. Now, don't make me sound like a terrible person. (laughs) But we also picked up the (laughs) Blu-ray copy of The Rise of Skywalker. And, Wade, I hear that you just picked up a copy yourself, my friend. Um, And I haven't really had a chance to talk to you in person about the rise of Skywalker much. So I just casually watched it today again for the third time. Um, what, what were your thoughts coming out of there, man? Were you satisfied?
3: Well, I had a thing up in the group about it the other day. Um, I think it was Brent had a post up and was just talking about, um, some of the score and stuff like that and what it meant for things that were implied in the movie. I, I enjoyed the rise of Skywalker. Was it my favorite out of the new trilogy? No, probably not. Yeah. Did I think it was a satisfying ending? Eh. Yeah. 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 But also it kind of left a lot to be desired. I, I just, I, I don't want anybody to get the wrong impression. I love Star Wars. I bleed Star Wars. I just, it just, to me, the sequel trilogy just seemed like it was lacking from direction. Yeah, Like it was like they had, it seemed like they really had no clear path in mind what they wanted to do. And with switching directors and every writers and everything else, I think it just kind of muddied the waters a little bit and yeah. made things just difficult for lack of a better explanation. I still enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the original trilogy is still going to be, you know, a number one in my heart Yeah, because you know, that's what I grew up on. But it's it's not without its merits. You know the sequel trilogy was good in its own right, but I don't know. It's it is what it is. We got what we got, and there's nothing much more we can do about it. <laughs> That's true.
0: And, and yeah, you're right. It, I mean, the lack of consistency definitely was. I mean, a big issue for some. And I, I remember when The Force Awakens was coming out, and everyone was talking about you know this idea of having you know new writers and directors for each installment and everyone, we all were just like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Get all these different perspectives and, and storytelling. And that'll be fantastic. And I mean, it it can be, but you definitely see, you know, the weakness and all of that when there isn't a cohesive message or idea, um, kind of leading those writers to get to that point. And so it, I mean, I, you're gonna, it's, you're gonna have a hard time convincing me that Palpatine was set up to be, coming back all along i just i really don't believe it but you're absolutely right i mean that, that consistency definitely wasn't there and and i wanted to bring it up because your your post in the group was fantastic my friend because it's isn't it interesting too how like with time your feelings on things and perspective can change um oh, i mean yeah. oh, I, yeah. I was on a high after seeing it the first time and then it's kind of come so, down yeah. from there right
3: hmm. Yeah, I was kind of the same way. Like opening night, I went out to go see it and it was like I walked out of the theater. Absolutely floored. I think I had a post up in the group. that just said, holy smokes. <laughs> yeah. But then like the next day, like kind of after things like simmered down a little bit and I started processing some of the stuff. I'm like, wait a second. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's fair. That's <laughs> Something's fair.
3: not quite stirring the Kool-Aid here.
0: <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Well, hey, if you guys get a chance, get you know, if you haven't joined that Facebook group, here's a plug. Go join that Facebook group. Um, it's growing. Join Facebook it, group. I mean, that thing is so interactive. I mean, I don't know how many posts oh, yeah. a day, but daily interactions, It you know, with with a lot of – and I'm, where I'm seeing new names, too, people feel a little more comfortable. It's so funny. You can see people just kind of testing the waters. I'm going to throw a little meme out here, <laughs> and then I don't know if I want to show my sweaty side just yet, but it comes out.
1: Everybody comes should show out. their sweaty side.
0: Phrasing. That was not intentional. Wow.
1: But it is is a really great community, though. I think everyone is really respectful. Everyone kind of has their own opinion and I think that the group does a really fantastic job of letting people express that opinion and being like cool I see where you're coming from and this is what I liked about this and I think that's something that's sometimes hard to come by yeah. in a Star Wars group is there someone True. joining oh! our call
0: oh! this is a surprise <laughs> popping from Mr. <laughs> phrasing oh. phrasing um, Luke we're live I think the timing was the hysterical um that was really funny uh
1: speaking of the community speaking
0: of the community the community's growing literally on the podcast right now he
1: socially undistanced himself from us and here he is with his cat Uh,
0: that bringing more to the party and i appreciate that um uh, luke we were just you know speaking you know high regards of you however we were afraid maybe you were sick of us to a point where you're just like i gotta cut ties with these guys
2: Oh, no, not yet.
0: I'll let you know when. (laughs) Good, good, good. So
1: he won't ghost us. No. We heard it here first. That's
0: right. Um, And, you know, why not do proper introductions? You know, Wade, Luke, Luke, Wade, Um, you all have conversed before, but now you're seeing each other for the first time and Luke's cat.
2: Yes. (laughs) Good Good to see you, Wade. I remember you from... uh the very first episode it was an enjoyable conversation.
3: Absolutely. It's nice to meet you as well, Luke. Nice to see the black cat. I always love the black cat.
0: <laughs> Let's hope it's not a bad omen. Um but uh I think the podcast yeah. is going pretty okay <laughs> so far, so that's good. Um Luke, we were just talking about the Rise of Skywalker. You know, made an emergency run to Target today to pick up a copy. Uh, Wade got a copy as well. Um he, 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 we've talked probably excessively about it. Um but have you got a chance to hit it up again and, and are you feeling more confident in, in, in the production or, or are you maybe not liking it you know even more
2: i started my third viewing two nights ago and got about halfway through and i think it's it's gonna grow on me over time and what really got my mind going was uh it was brent from the council the other night yeah some some really good points that got my mind racing and i i I wrote down a couple notes as i was watching the third round um of some more echoes because he talked about the echoes of luke uh exiling himself like his masters yoda and obi-wan did yeah and that really got my mind going looking for some more sort of story beat echoes and uh there, there's the part where Rey is leaving to go to Exegol, from the sort of jungle base planet they're on, mm-hmm. and Leia doesn't really want her to go, and that kind of reminded me of uh, like Yoda not wanting Luke to go face Vader, oh, yeah. nice. uh an Empire, and then uh, she wants to go alone, like uh, you know Luke in Return of the Jedi, and then you know but her friends insist on going with her, like Finn has a great line, yeah. Alone with friends. <laughs> uh, and you know, she ends up leaving them anyway, you know, sort of going off on her own, just like Luke does. He slips away, you know, from from the bright tree village oh. to go turn himself into Vader. Uh, and, you know, and Ray takes the the skiff across the uh, the choppy water by herself to mm. separate herself from the group she was with. So those are a couple of, like echoes that that hit me with Brent and getting my mind going in that direction.
0: Yeah, and and the God, I, I was watching it, you know, in part today, uh, while trying to get some work done, and and just the whole Palpatine connection, and you know, if Snoke truly brought them together, you know, what is is the dyad something that Palpatine created, or is it the Force creating it? I have so many questions. I feel like I need to see it another dozen times to understand it more. Um, but yeah, that that moment you're speaking of with with Leia and Ray of. All the scenes, you know, I, I, I think they did the best they could with Leia and her scenes, but that was one of the most effective. I thought, you know, it was it was you know she doesn't have a whole lot of dialogue, but when when she says, you know, yeah, like you said, don't go, and Ray's like, it's what you would do. Um, I remember today, Holly's like, God, that's so true. Like, yeah, it really <laughs> is. And and yep. you're right, Luke. That was a moment where she was being a, a mentor, just like Yoda. So yeah, great. Great echoing to the past, and and and, and I, I just I think we're gonna pick up more on that as we watch it, um, but we were just talking how, how beautifully Wade said you know the sequel trilogy is kind of um, I don't want to say slowly you know fading from that you know that insane bliss we had out of the theater, but. In time, we tend to, you know, gain perspective on things, um, and so some of us are enjoying it more, and some of us aren't, you know, enjoying it as much as we had. So it's it's interesting how time can can can, you know, you can gain perspective or see things from a different point of view, or maybe just not like something as much. Um, but any, anybody have anything else about the rise of Skywalker? Oh my God, my mom is calling me during the session wouldn't you know it guys classic mom michael forgets to mute his phone every single time it's about what nine thirteen. mom's calling make sure i'm still don't you know not infected with coronavirus mom we're good we're good so yeah thanks mom uh where were we anyone have any other rise of skywalker talking points
3: um i actually just wanted to bring up real quick and i actually just got to listen to the uh casual counsel three episode today yeah. while i was otherwise occupied but um <laughs> um <laughs> i really wanted to bring up who was it brent that made the uh the, the, the force dyad yeah. connection yeah between like ray and kylo and like how that came about and everything yeah. i just I just wanted to say flat out, like, holy smokes! I think that dude's seriously onto something. Absolutely,
0: yeah. absolutely. I think like it's,
3: the more you think about it, it's like it makes sense. Like, that somehow or another, those two are connected.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 something. I hope he he can he can kind of flesh it out a little more in the group too, and kind of get mm-hmm. that conversation going. I think I think that would be good. He might have cut out a little bit when he talked too, so yeah. that we didn't get the full. Perspective. I was thinking
1: about that today when we were watching The Rise of Skywalker because I know them. It, in that episode, and if you haven't listened to it, go and take a listen. Um, in that episode, we were kind of talking about, like, what other dyads there may be. Yeah. And I think Luke and Leia came up. And then I think that kind mm-hmm. of just, like, brings the question, like, so can there only be, like, one dyad at a time? Mm-hmm. Kind of like we were talking about, like, with the rule of two there was. But yeah, because we were talking about it doesn't really make sense if Luke and Leia were a dyad. But then Kylo and Rey kind of overlapped with them. So, like, how do those relationships kind of interact with each other? Yeah. Or, like, how does that balance out, I guess? Because if the Force is all about balance, like, how does that work?
0: Also, what crossed my mind today, I, I don't know why, but I was just like, what if Palpatine was lying the whole time? hmm Is that even possible, guys?
3: Wait, wait, wait. You're saying that Palpatine tells the truth?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So it's like
3: he's just like you, you, don't, you don't you don't know who she
0: is and Kyle's like tell me who she is. Like why why do we believe him Why do we believe that Palpatine was out making babies, you know? Like I just I I
3: I don't know. It's just like with Kylo well, red We didn't something believe that was brought him. up in the novelization and I'm just going to say right now spoiler Let's alert go. if anybody has not if they don't want to listen to it like
1: Skip ahead. Mute the next
3: like two <laughs> minutes or whatever. Yeah. Supposedly, ray is the daughter of yet another failed clone of Palpatine. That's Weird.
1: distressing.
0: So they had a failed so, clone that yeah. was out there just you know <laughs> he was just like the the the, the seaman just coming to port and he's just like you know like let me you know see what's out there you know like going rogue he was going rogue.
2: Great. That's I think crazy. I mentioned this in the. Prior episode, maybe, maybe, but it reminds me of like Mini Me and Austin Powers. Doctor <laughs> Evil goes away for a little while, you know, he's frozen, cryogenically frozen, yeah. and then he pops out. That's and a great like, reference. We cloned you. Look, uh, here he is. Yeah. Uh, you complete me. Uh, only he was a, he was normal size instead of uh, yeah. tiny, but yeah. uh, he com- he completed him in a certain way, uh, gave true. him his uh his his granddaughter. But, uh, that's what I always think of.
0: So it wasn't the clone that we saw. It was another clone.
3: Supposedly. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Interesting. Well, then a, a younger clone, I guess, I don't know, kind of calling back to um, hmm. God, what was that? Dark Empire okay. in the EU where Palpatine was cloning himself. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, Um, because, yeah, wasn't there a younger version of Palpatine that popped up at one point in the EU. That's it. it.
0: Totally could be. I have no idea. I'll be honest. That 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 my my knowledge is limited in that realm, but I believe yeah, it. Yeah, but
2: this this whole clone thing he, that wouldn't make her his granddaughter, really, right? I mean, That's what, what, what I are you? Thinking. What are you to your clone's uncle, like, kid? You're like a weird uncle. <laughs>
3: Well, so you're looking at it, i mean take it from the clone wars perspective like all the clones call each other brother yeah right yeah exactly so you know a twin is basically a genetic clone it's the closest thing right. we have to an actual clone so if it was a clone of palpatine it was basically his niece
0: yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> weird uncle palps right <laughs> <laughs> seriously uh i'm just picturing him to be a younger better looking not that ian mcdermott is bad looking by any means but just a really suave palpatine out there just you know swinging his magic and, and and being you know one with the ladies um so that's who knows how many other palpatines are out there then you know how many clones got out and and were running rampant i mean there could be more you know i i don't know
1: this is a terrible thought.
0: It's a terrible thought. I mean, it's a big galaxy, though, so there could be a lot of little rays or a lot of little anybody's running
3: out there. Um, so pretty, is Palpatine the Star Wars equivalent of the coronavirus? Then, pretty much. Just I, keeps
1: multiplying. <laughs> he's infecting. <laughs> infecting a lot. the galaxy. That's right.
0: That's right. Everything. Yeah. That's right, man. It's yeah. So I, I'm enjoying my time with with the movie, getting you know, getting time with it at home. Um, I was coming upon my favorite moment tonight and and Holly asked me an unrelated question about something else and I just turned to her and I was like really really um, but uh, it's just there's there's really great moments there um, and I'm finding more appreciation even for the little ones like the Ray and Leia interaction like we talked about so um, I'm really glad it's out now getting a little more time with it um, but I'll be honest that ending is making me want more Ray. It just is. It just is. I don't know why. Um, but who knows? Maybe one day. Um, that's enough Rise of Skywalker talk. We probably beat that horse dead. Um, but we did actually finally finish the last three episodes, Holly, of The Clone Wars. Um was it tickling your fancy? Nope. Not so much. Okay. So we've had some trouble getting Holly into the Clone <laughs> Wars, guys, and maybe that's because she's missing out on a lot of seasons. That's okay. But, like
1: seven uh, of them. Well, yeah.
0: I say like a few, like all of it, pretty much. <laughs> um, besides a little of the first season, you've seen quite a bit of that.
1: Some of the second. Yeah. The uh, movie. I watched the movie, guys.
0: You, you've seen the movie. You've seen quite a bit of the stuff. So uh, guys... Wrapping up kind of the first arc and then bleeding into the Ahsoka stuff, I mean, Wade, how you, how you feeling about the seventh season so far? I mean, we're officially, I guess, halfway through it.
3: Um, I'm enjoying it so far. I really liked the um, the Bad Batch arc. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. I enjoyed those characters, uh, Wrecker, Tech, um, Hunter, and, oh, jeez.
0: What's the sharpshooter cross guy? Crosshair. Cross, Crosshair.
3: Cross yep. yep. Yeah. I thought those guys were really cool, well-written characters. I loved the whole, like, clone commando aspect of it, you know, just going in, like, Black Ops style and just getting stuff done. Yeah. Kind of, like, marching to their own drums, so to speak. Um, Getting into the Ahsoka stuff. um, Enjoying it so far. It's kind of a different beat than what they were doing with, you know, the Bad Batch arc. But, you know, it's more Ahsoka, so let's roll. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I had to remind Holly a few episodes back, these are the Clone Wars. There's a lot of war in it. Um, and, and she tends to, I think, appreciate more of the, the the deeper moments, I guess. But what I'm really appreciating, and I always have about the Clone Wars, is the message in every single episode. I mean, the first the first little, I, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. I, I don't know.
1: Just their opening... The- po- Quote, quote yeah in, inspirational message yeah
0: it's it, it is it all it's there's always a good message in there and, and about trusting others and believing in yourself and even making when, your
1: own path making
0: your own path there's so many good things in there and and when you watch the episode sometimes they can be a little cheesy but you can see as a kid um it, it's something you know that i would have appreciated when i was a youngling i'm sure
3: but are, are your kids into the clone wars at all wade Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, my boys are all over it. My daughter, um, she's well, soon to be 12. She actually just started watching through the series, started over at season one and nice. started slowly working her way through it. But she's she's a fan of Ahsoka. She likes Ahsoka. So she's watching it for that type of content there. But it, it, was, it was funny cause it was kind of the same situation that, um, happened with me was that, the boys and I got to talking about it one day and talking all this stuff and my daughter was like I have no clue what you're talking about and I need to start watching this.
1: you pulled her in yeah yeah pretty much
0: and that's but that's that's happening everywhere you know even you know not just families but I, and that's the genius thing about Disney+, Plus bringing back a final season, letting them do it. It, it just creates more discussion mm-hmm. and people are like, wait, what are you talking about? Wait, there's this whole other storyline with Maul and I have no idea what it is. Okay, I'll go check it out. Um, people that I never thought would have given it a shot and it tends to stick.
1: I think that that just speaks to Star Wars though and how those characters are relatable to everybody on some level and all for different reasons, which I think is super cool. Yeah,
0: even the Bad Batch. Like there's just... Every single character in itself has something that you can relate to. It's pretty great. Even the guy who just wants to blow everything up. I Wrecker mean, or whatever his name is.
1: I mean, listen, it sounds like Kylo Ren has for some reason become a very relatable character more. for people because they love him so much. More. So,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, you're right. You're right. What was the funny meme
3: I saw with the more? No. Oh, yeah. it, was when, it was when Rebels ended. That was the reaction. <laughs>
1: more it was him it was wade It was, wade. No, it was
3: no, wade. no no i didn't post it it was um who was that who was it i thought that was you it was west it, no, it, Wes. it, Wes. Wes. <laughs> it was west
0: it was west it was you're
3: right well
1: somebody in the group has a great sense of humor
0: <laughs> uh you're because you guys finished the rebels about the same time so that was Roughly hysterical yeah, yeah. oh my god yeah i got a good kick out of that but uh um luke are, are you enjoying we haven't even really talked much about the clone wars i mean a little bit passing but the the first arc bleeding into soca what do you think so far
2: yeah i'm really liking the the soca arc to get back to her uh cause she's really the heart of the clone war series when it comes down to it yeah uh we haven't quite reached the comedy heights of wrecker uh from <laughs> the bad batch arc uh he was killing me um yeah. You know, in this arc with Ahsoka is not as funny. Yeah. But I'm really enjoying it. It's stunningly like the graphics, they really updated, you can tell. Yeah. And um it's just stunningly beautiful in some shots. When they went to uh uh Kessel in this most recent episode and you got to see the the non mining side of Kessel. Yeah. The un um, unadulterated, yeah, more, you know, pristine uh parts of Kessel that I think and this really got my mind racing this latest episode with Kessel because we've only ever seen images of it on the sort of the mining side. And it looks very dirty and, um, you know, not like a place you'd want to hang out. We saw it at the beginning of Rebels, yeah. um, some Kessel, uh, I think when they rescue the Wookiees. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we see it in Solo. And it got my mind thinking about Solo because they, first off, Solo is like one of my favorite movies and I don't think it it gets enough love around uh anywhere really. Yeah. Uh and so I really enjoyed the the Kessel connection with Solo. And in Solo it looks like the Pikes are in control of Kessel at that point. Yeah. Whereas in this latest episode, they were taking some spice from Kessel and were going to deliver it to the Pikes. Absolutely. So that's an interesting little uh, Inside into the background of, of Kessel to know that. Oh, it looks like maybe the pikes kind of take it over some time in between What we're seeing in the Clone Wars and by the time we get to solo we went several years later yeah, no, So all, that all stuff was really juicy stuff from this most That's recent uh, episode um, And then yeah, the Bad Batch was great for the action and like I said, just like the comedy uh, between those different clones in um, Clone Force 99 Playing off each other like record, like pumping the gar go- the gonk droid like it was a, <laughs> a dumbbell in the one episode and uh, yeah the part where he was being uh, I think force pulled up by Anakin out of that yep. chamber as they were escaping and he was uh like yelling uh, that that was all great stuff uh, fun fun stuff and then that the real juicy bit towards the end with Anakin uh, and uh, Admiral Trench where yeah. you saw that Oof. you know Anakin yes. show how he's not, uh, you know, beholden to the Jedi dogma. And mm-hmm. I, he's saying, you know, Oh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't kill me in cold blood. You're, you're a Jedi. And he's like, well, I don't believe in that stuff. It kind of just gives those little, the little extra bits, of, of sort of supporting evidence as to why Anakin turns. Yeah. And, you know, in revenge of the Sith, So all, all very enjoyable for me.
0: And it's, they're really going to have to, I feel like turn that up here soon because it's not, it is a kids' show, so you don't want to see this dark Anakin. But I feel like we're gonna to have to see some darker moments. And and I did have a moment though where he turned his back on that on on the trench. Uh, that's his name, right? Yeah. Uh, he just turns his back, and he gets shocked by him. I was like, An- Anakin, <laughs> "What did come you think? On. Like, what? You don't turn your back on someone like that. That's probably one of the first rules in Jedi training." Um, but yeah, then he stabs him right through the heart. So that was uh, pretty intense and pretty dark. But uh,
1: yeah, I think um, something that. Um, I think David brought it up the last time we did the casual council and then we realized that what he was talking about when we were watching it, he was like, you know, there's this part in, um, the most recent episode where they are going to Kessel and the girl has like never flown a ship before and she just like gets into Kessel and it's like not even a challenge for her. Like she just gets right in and then she gets out.
0: Yeah, because they said you're gonna need. I mean, I and I know they're up against the clock and and all that, and they take a shortcut. But it seems like it's still a pretty tricky place to trans, like to 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 to, to navigate through, right? So I mean, it
1: was a huge thing for Han Solo, right? Like he won bragging rights. I mean, they
0: cut co- he cut corners. He did it in a record time or whatever his spiel was. But I, did 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 that kind of resonate for you guys? David mentioned in the casual council that he kind of he didn't like that they glossed over. Um, Kessel, there was that. Was that something you guys picked up on?
3: Uh, I didn't pick up on it myself, but now that you mention it, it's like, yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. It's like I might have to go back and rewatch the episode. But yeah, because yeah, they were they were talking it up, you know, even back in the original trilogy. Oh, this is the ship that made the Kessel Run in twelve parsecs, you know. And then Solo talking about how challenging it was. He had to do those little hyperspace jumps in order to get through the. The mall, or whatever it was, and it's like you're making it sound like it's this really big, difficult, high-to-do thing, and yeah. then you have an episode of Clone Wars and boop, do it no problem. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah.
2: With
3: an inexperienced uh, pilot.
2: Yeah, that didn't bother me so much. I took it as like clearly there's some kind of commerce that goes back and forth through there. Yeah, because they have the spice trade that comes off the planet. Um, so I think I like the way they kind of redid the lore in solo for you know the new canon where it's not hard if you do it the way where the beacons show you the path and you have to do a lot of like little micro jumps to get through there yeah it just is um inconvenient because it takes you longer to get there because you have to like jump through these different areas and do it you know piecemeal rather than like one straight shot Uh, and you know the the big thing that that solo did was do a shortcut which you're not supposed to be able to do and survive it yeah Uh, so i I kind of like that reframing of the kessel lore and the canon in that way and plus i think from a like a creative standpoint of this episode we've already seen that side of the lore in the solo movie really get established and show us what it's all about Uh, so i think they didn't want to especially in an episode that only lasts like 20 some minutes true, true. kind of focus too much on that. Like, let's just go to Kessel, yeah. you know, and show show just a little shot of them starting to go through that area with like It's, it's all cloudy and it's got the beacons and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Just that nice little like visual nod to what they did in yeah. solo too. But now let, let's not spend a ton of time on that because we want to deal with what trouble they're getting themselves into with the, the spice and the pikes mm-hmm. and everything.
0: That's a great point. Makes yeah. Sense. Makes yeah. Sense. Yeah. To, to not want to spend a lot of time on it, but you know where you are, you know what the, mm-hmm. what the, the run is capable of doing to you. And, and it turns out maybe, uh, what's her face is, is not that bad of a pilot trace 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 and right. her sister Rafa or whatever. Right. Um, so let's talk about that a little bit. Cause I, I'll be honest. I found myself having a moment and I told Ollie, I was like, you know, it, you know when you have those moments watching the Clone Wars or Rebels where you're like, what what is this episode really doing? And it kind of hit us like it it's setting us up to show us the underworld of Coruscant and the not so great aspects of the Republic, and and to to probably lead us to Maul, right? I mean, it it, it didn't really hit me until probably the second Ahsoka episode to be like, where where are we going with this? And and uh, so so Wade, what what did you think about seeing Ahsoka again and 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 you know, trying to hide her, her forcely ways.
3: Well, you know what? It's like, I, I liked the reintroduction of Ahsoka, you know, I was glad that they brought her back into the series because she's definitely become like a beloved character yeah. out of, you know, all of star Wars lore. And I mean, whenever I first started getting into the clone wars, she was kind of that character that, you know, eh, you know, you weren't all that sure about, she seemed like, you know, that, that annoying little kid or whatever, but yeah, as the series progressed and as she grew and her character matured, you really started to see like, you know, what kind of a powerhouse she actually is and how strong she is in her own right. And then, you know, you get the fact that they bring her back in um, rebels. Yeah. Um, But then, yeah, the fact that they brought her back into the clone wars, you're just given, you know, more content of that character, more depth to that character, more background. I enjoy it enjoyed it profusely and just to give a little bit of a plug anybody out there that has not yet read the ahsoka novel yeah you need it yeah it's good
0: that's I was very gonna, good I
3: just, I, was, I just listened to the audiobook last week the audiobook is worth it because it's actually read by Ashley Eckstein. That is mm-hmm. awesome. So you can get the audiobook format. Check it out. It was it was so good. I highly recommend it.
0: I was actually gonna bring that up to you because I knew you had just finished that. See, that's the great thing about the groups. We're all up to date on each other's uh, uh, Star Wars happenings. <laughs> um, I, I, did you feel like there was a, you know, similar story there? You know, she's kind of going to this un, un, unfamiliar place and she's making friends randomly, trying to hide her powers and and, and, and eventually oh, yeah. saving the day. A lot of that same yeah, stuff. Yeah, there was,
3: there was definitely some, um, some similarities there, some um, mirroring going on. Like, I don't want to give too much away for the book, but you definitely get within the book, like, she's... No, like she's given false names, she's hiding her yeah. identity and hiding her powers, and not you know telling people what she really is because she's trying to protect them as well as protecting herself. So, absolutely. yeah, it's, there were definitely some uh, some similarities going on there, which like I could see one kind of like seamlessly leading into the other.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, Luke. We, we see you know Ahsoka kind of experiencing the, the the course on underworld and and we kind of pick up with her story leaving the temple and 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 realizing you know the republic maybe you know isn't on the right side of everything all the time and they turn a blind eye to some things so what, what were you, what did you enjoy about that that her arc so far here
2: yeah that's a good point about sort of her new perspective on the uh, goings on in the galaxy now that she's outside of the order, and they hinted at this a little bit with some of the episodes. I think in season five, um, there's the one arc that I watched not too long ago. I think where uh, there's an explosion at the Jedi Temple, yeah. and it turns out it was that one uh, one of the workers, um, like maintenance workers at the temple, was basically sort of poisoned with these nano explosive droids and they were all in his body. And then like he became the bomb and exploded. Yeah. And Anakin and Ahsoka were investigating that, um, you know, trying to determine who who it was because they brought them from off planet because they needed somebody who wasn't at the temple at the time because they were worried about, if somebody at the temple was responsible, they wanted it to come from the investigation to come from somebody who wasn't there at the time. So they pulled Ahsoka and Anakin back from the battlefront and had them start this investigation. And she started to get to see like the way some of the people lived who even worked at the Jedi temple, who she thought kind of would be well taken care of sort of well, um, supported by the order, like get good benefits and, and pay and things like that. And these, some of these people weren't living in the greatest conditions. And she was like, commenting on it as they were doing the investigation and it was kind of eye-opening for her. So I think this is a nice continuation of of some of that perspective from Ahsoka where she started to have that. And I think it started to you know make her comfortable with leaving the order and leaving the establishment of the Republican, um, of the Republic, uh, like government, so to speak, yeah. um, because she felt it wasn't all that it was cracked up to be and it was leaving some people behind and kind of not... Not caring for everybody, so I think uh, this that episode, seeing her in the the lower levels, and, and her continuing to experience that and continue to have her eyes open to like the way other people uh, have to make their way through the galaxy, uh, I saw a lot, not a lot of connective tissue there, uh, and it, it made sense for me.
0: Absolutely, it's 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 this experience. I think that we're going to see that she's getting is it's it's going to lead us to it's going to show us why she's such an effective member of the rebellion. Right. And she's able to, to, to navigate and, and provide intel and information. She's, she's just getting a perspective that the rest of the Jedi never had, which was a huge reason for their failure. So it's, I cannot wait to see where we're going with it. It's starting a little slow for me, and and, and we spent a lot of time developing that re- relationship with her and uh, Trace and Rafa. Um, but I, I get like it seems a little cheesy at times. Like, oh my gosh, my mom will not stop calling. Uh, how many declines is it going to take, Mom? She's going to think I'm pissed at her. Mom, <laughs> let me tell you right now, if you're listening, and I know you're not, I am not pissed. We're just podcasting. Um, People are going to start thinking I'm 12 years old, Holly. Probably. 32, mom. Anyway. um,
1: I just, I want to add something to the Ahsoka conversation. I also think that um, something that I like about Ahsoka's character is how she's able to see things through like a fresh lens and with open eyes, because I think previously we've seen her been kind of like defensive about the Jedi Order and the Republic, and in the latest in the second episode of her arc she kind of starts off defensive with trace when trace is like oh like those people who live upstairs Mm -hmm. you know and she and she's talking about the jedi starting the war and we kind of see ahsoka be defensive but then throughout the episode you kind of see her start to change and be more curious about like what else is going on as opposed to just like well the Republic can't do any wrong and they're always looking out for the best interests of everybody. So I think that seeing that change has been really interesting, a little bit refreshing maybe.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, she's, and that's, she's been, you know, she's been, I don't know. She had pretty solid perspective too, even as a kid coming in and joining the, uh, the, the Jedi order and, and Anakin's obviously learned a lot from her. Um, and what I want to say, I want to kind of transit transition into that, that, that end um, where she, they're, they're flying in that shuttle in the military lane, and I'm like, where are we going with this? And there's Anakin, and he senses her. And do we believe that he really just thought it was no one after sensing her, or is he letting Ahsoka go?
1: He was letting her go.
3: Oh, he's totally letting her go. He knew it was her. He had to have.
0: I mean, What would be the repercussions? I mean, if they were to like, you know, would there have been any? I I, I don't know. I, we're gonna find out. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think the, the the it's it's growing on me. Season seven's growing on me. I, I definitely have had some issues with it, but gotta remember, animated series. A lot of this is good messaging for kids, and and. But there's there's really good stuff in it, and man, I can't wait till Maul shows up. and It gets <laughs> a little dark, and Anakin gets a little darker, and we start bleeding into that episode three. I think it's gonna happen. um But anyone else have any thoughts on Clone Wars? Let's
1: we'll have to see where it
2: goes. Uh, yeah, I Luke. do hope there's a little more Obi Wan in that last arc because that's the one we haven't had a ton of Anakin. I mean, we we had a decent amount of Anakin in the the first batch, or the first arc. He wasn't the main focus, but he was in most of the episodes. And now we're getting Ahsoka, and she's gonna be, I think, throughout the rest of them. Uh, I, I do hope Obi Wan is gets a decent amount in the uh, the last arc because Obi Wan and Clone Wars is always yeah um, strong, a strong part of the series. So I just hope we get a little bit of him in there too.
3: Good call. Good call. We'll always take more Obi Wan. Yes. <laughs> And,
0: and may yeah, maybe that's, I don't know. Maybe it's purposeful because we really are going to work on that. And I'm sure we'll see more of him with, with Ahsoka and, and, and coming in and joining up with Anakin and, 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 Obi-Wan. We'll see, but, um, he is getting his own series soon. So maybe they just know we'll get more Obi-Wan later down the road. But, uh, speaking of, you know, Disney plus properties, I, I gotta mention the Mandalorian season two guys, there's talks and potential leaks about Rosario Dawson, you know, someone who has mentioned considering playing Ahsoka in the past, coming and being a live action Ahsoka in The Mandalorian Season 2. Um, I just want to come out front and say it kind of bums me out that actually Eckstein may not get an opportunity to play Ahsoka in the flesh. But I, I got to know, Wade, what do you think about these potential
3: leaks? Um, I don't know. I think, um, I think Rosario Dawson is a pretty decent actress. Seeing her in the role as Ahsoka could be interesting. I mean, it's, it's hard to say. I mean, right now we haven't heard anything from her side of things. We've definitely heard that Ashley Eckstein has said that she's not involved. And, you know, I know a lot of people out there are going to be like, well, if it's not Ashley Eckstein, then it's not really Ahsoka, but.
0: (laughs) Eckstein or bust.
3: What are you going to do? I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I guess we're just going to have to wait and see how it plays out. I mean, I don't think it was a bad casting choice. I think I saw some, uh, fan art that somebody had done mm-hmm. of a, like basically doing Rosario Dawson up as Ahsoka, And I, th- I think it could work as a, you know, an older, older asoka like seeing like, I guess it would be well obviously yeah, post rebels. Yeah. So she would be even older than what she was in rebels. So, yeah, I could see it working.
0: Yeah, I could too. Is, is Do you want a lot of Ahsoka in, in a live-action scenario there in The Mandalorian? Do you think that would be... Would that take too much away from The Mandalorian himself?
3: I think so. Yeah. I mean, the show's called The Mandalorian. It's about, you know, his story and with the child or or the asset, you know, whatever you want to call it, Baby Yoda, Green Bean, whatever. <laughs> um, Tara I, I think throwing Ahsoka in for maybe, like, an episode or two yeah. would be, like, a nice little, like, cameo, a nice little nod to throw in there, even if they throw Rex into it as well. Yeah. You know, that could be a cool add-in as well, getting Rex in there, but I don't think—if they focus too heavy on it, I think it'll take definitely take away from the Mandalorian story, but that might be— the link to you know finding out about um, the child's where, like where it belongs because yeah. Ahsoka is obviously going to know what he's capable of,
0: absolutely, and what he
3: can do. So that might be she might be the one could be showing up at the end of the second season, leading them to where they have to take him. I mean, who knows? Yeah, maybe a guide, someone who knows mm-hmm. some
0: of that Jedi lore but has well traveled and experienced. Uh, Luke, are you, are you buying that we may get Ahsoka in the flesh in Mandalorian Season 2?
2: It seems inevitable at this point that <laughs> she was going to pop up somewhere. Yeah. I was almost hoping that maybe the Cassian series would have been a better spot Agreed. to plop her down. Agreed. But uh, I'll take it anywhere I can get. I think it's it would be a really sort of momentous occasion for an animation character to make that jump. From originating in the animated world of Star Wars to, to live action, which we haven't really seen much of, if at all, uh, because the animation is a lot newer side of Star Wars compared to the, the rest of it. Uh, so I'll, t- I'll take it. I think it's uh, a little bittersweet that it's not going to be Ashley, yeah. but I think she can be really proud that she's brought the character so far that it can make the jump, which a lot of people wouldn't have imagined. Yeah. a while ago and I think yeah probably an episode maybe two sort of the way they did with it. season one where you would see a character in one episode then you w- didn't see them again until like towards the end then everyone kind of came back together so yeah. I could see I could see something similar to that happening in season two and uh, yeah I think she definitely will be one of the, the, the Jedi that he kind of seeks out as he's looking to figure out how to get uh, Green beans, some some training, or you know, sort of con- reconnect him with other people who are force sensitive.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, they they brought her into to rebels, but it was it was purposeful. You know, it wasn't just like her showing up like Leia making an appearance, and you know, they're doing some run for her or whatever. Like she confronted Vader. Like there was that whole story there. It was really effective, and it was really awesome. And so, yeah, I, I kind of agree with Wade. If we have too much of her, maybe it's gonna could take away from some of that development we still need with Cara Dune and 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 the Mandalorian himself and Greenbean. There's just a lot there. The dark, I mean, the dark and stuff that may be involved. Um, maybe that. One could... of my
2: biggest, one of my biggest sort of reactions to it was just that I'm a little bummed that I found out about it. Yes. Uh, when I I was watching Rebels like a little bit behind, I caught up before the series finished. I was watching like the last season mostly as it aired, but I was kind of binging. The first three seasons before that, and I don't think I had got got wind that Ahsoka showed up in Rebels. And so Mm. I'm sitting there watching the episode, and all of a sudden, she's there. (laughs) I was like, "Oh, (laughs) so that—that's like a great moment to have when you're surprised like that." Which you unfortunately, um, it's harder to be surprised nowadays. Like so much gets out there, it seems. Uh, So I was just a little disappointed Mm -hmm. that I, I wasn't going to be sitting. On my couch sometime in like November, yeah, uh, watching that, and all of a sudden her appear and me not know it was coming. You know, yeah. that's that's a little like disappointing that that won't happen. I guess the surprising thing will be if she's not in it exactly. Well, then
0: that's what I was gonna ask is it possible that the leaks are wrong and maybe it's uh she's actually in the Cassian series? Because I think I, I also too had my cards in on the uh the Cassian series, so. I don't know. We'll see. I'll take We're her gonna go
3: all of season two of the Mandalorian, and she's gonna show up in the last five seconds of the last episode, and she
1: that's just it.
0: Lives up her, you and know, it's the exactly hood a on a rope.
3: figure on the horizon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is yeah, a I, good cliffhanger. I won't spoil Rebels for uh, for Holly there, He's but dumb. so I think we all are in agreement. We'll definitely take you know Ahsoka in whatever form. Um,
1: I think that Rosario Dawson would do a really good job with Ahsoka. Yeah. I I like her. I think that. She kind of has the right fit and the right personality to play that character well.
0: See, I only know her from Daredevil, and she was cool there, but that's all I know her from.
1: She's in Luke Cage
0: and Luke Cage. So she, you've seen her in more stuff than I have, but I agree. She's definitely got the look. Uh, Sin City. Sin City. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's true. That's man, that was a long time ago. Um, But yeah, she's got the look got the mm-hmm. the fierceness i think she would be she'd be a good fit yeah i don't I recall how she sounds at all to be honest
1: i think she could do it i wouldn't discount somebody just because they're not the voice actor i i think that's kind of
0: uh you gotta watch out though i mean that's uh, fine yeah you gotta you gotta be careful you gotta be careful um, I, I just don't think you could You could try. I don't know. They've done voiceovers in the past with live action. I mean, we saw Maul do it at the end of Solo, and it's like you can only do so much of that in, in live action, so um, it's just got to feel right. It's got to feel right. Um, but I, won't, I almost spoiled the end of Rebels for Holly, and I don't want to do that. Um, but I do want to mention, Wade, you just finished Rebels, and, and just without spoiling anything, how did you feel after all of it? I mean, was it an emotional roller coaster? Like what what are your thoughts?
3: It was an emotional roller coaster. I mean I, I think honestly, like on an emotional level, I think Clone Wars had its moments that hit me a little harder. Really? Um with stuff that happened. Yeah, like with um yeah, I, I don't want to go into detail because I don't mm-hmm. want to spoil anything for anybody that hasn't seen it. But, you know, a couple of character deaths towards the end of yeah. Clone Wars that kind of, like, really got you right there. Yeah. But um, I love that Rebels brought um, – oh gosh, how do I talk about this without spoiling <laughs> anything? <laughs> um, let, let's say a certain um, Imperial um, officer. Yeah, yeah into the prey yeah who's definitely a favorite of mine i love that they brought that character into it you didn't i didn't think you got the full sense of that particular character just from that show like you definitely got to read the books if you want to get more background on that particular person Mm -hmm. um but overall i was very happy with the way they ended it out it definitely left you on that like that edge where you know you just you want more you want to know like what happened you know where do they go from here and i'm hoping we're going to see that with this um spinoff series that they're planning on doing
0: god i hope so and they i think you're right they need I don't want to say that, uh, oh, God. It remind me, Luke, what was the name of the show? God, now I can't remember. The one we just finished not that long ago that wasn't the greatest. Why am I forgetting the name of the? Resistance? Oh, Resistance. <laughs> Resistance. That was very that's cryptic. How me- that's how memorable it was. <laughs> uh after after you that know memorable.
3: i haven't watched it how about that and that's
0: i still need to finish it i want to give it its do. um but i think after resistance that we could really use a follow-up to rebels and and pick up where we left off and and you can have you know even um maybe some a, a particular blue character um could be included. Um Holly already knows who Thrawn is, but uh we'll we'll see, you know. Spoiler. If, it, if that oh, there it uh, is. you have no there idea is. how any of it happens, which is great, but uh we'll get there. So I think you're right. We could use a follow-up to to Rebels and yeah, it's just just a really solid, solid, uh solid series. Um so you just finished Ahsoka, Wade. What's what's the next <laughs> novel you're gonna get into?
3: Well, actually, I just today I just finished Kenobi, Ken- okay. the uh, legend, the Legends uh, novel about his time on Tatooine, like pretty much immediately following Episode Three. Well, that was a highly enjoyable book. It was actually my second time listening through that one, so it was nice to go back and get the refresh on it. Highly recommend that to anybody. But I just started um, Dooku Jedi Lost.
0: Okay, okay. Okay,
3: so. Yeah. that's a little different because it was actually, it's not so much an audio book as it is a audio drama.
0: Exactly. Like there's
3: multiple voice actors and it's set up like, you know, almost like an old time radio show kind yep. of deal, but it's pretty interesting. I mean, so far it's been pretty fast paced. So it's like trying to keep up with it as to what's going on, but digging yeah. it so far.
0: Good, good. Yeah. I, Mike, did you ever listen to that one? I did. I did. It wasn't yeah. my favorite. It was okay though. I think I, I need to listen again.
2: Yeah, I, I thought I was going to really enjoy, like Wade was saying, because, because it is like a full sort of audio play production you know, without a lot of the you know narrators who read these books do a really good job. Like I, I mentioned when we did the book club, that I listened to Leia. So it was my second time um, through, and the 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 woman I, I can't remember her name who, who did the yeah. the reading did a great job of like doing everyone's voices very distinctly. She had her own yeah. like you know voice for everybody, and that was great. But it's a totally different experience when there's somebody dedicated to a role and playing it. And one of the most fascinating things, um, just little canon bits from that, uh, Dooku Jedi lost is that he was friends with Sifo Deus. Yeah. Yeah. As they were growing up in the Jedi order. And that's just like, that was like a cool little thing. I had no idea it was going to be in there going into it. Uh, and in a cool connection, uh, that's, that's the thing. One of the coolest, uh, I think it's just as a single episode of clone wars I don't even think it's an arc. It's, it's like a single episode where they go, um, trying to track down what happened to Sifo Diaz. And it's one of the most sort of fascinating, oh, yeah. like yeah, heavy yeah. canon replicate implications episodes. Um, so I, I love to He more about Sifo Diaz plus I'm the, Attack of the Clones. Stan in the group, uh, so <laughs> yeah, you know, he has his the character of Sifo Diaz originates from that movie. So that's probably part of what I get a kick out of too. So yeah, I'd recommend uh, Dooku Jedi Lost as well. It's so, an enjoyable one.
0: And, and Ventress is great in that book, right? And that's I'm thinking yeah. of the right book, yeah. right?
3: Yeah, she. It's, Whoever it is that's doing the voice for her is is doing an amazing job. Like oh, it sounds God, yeah. just like. Adventurous. And, I mean, back to what Luke was saying about, like, some of the voice actors and, you know, the people that are reading these novels. Like, I think it was um, Jonathan Davis that was reading uh, the Kenobi novel. Yeah. And, holy crap, like, that guy sounds just like Ewan McGregor. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, I was reading through that or listening to that one, and it was just the guy did a bang-up impression of, you know, that young Obi-Wan sounded just like him. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Is there is there anything... Since you just finished *Kenobi*, is there anything uh, that you really enjoyed out of that story that you would like to see kind of transpire in the in, in the in the series?
3: Mm, all of it, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe they will. It, Who knows? Know. I mean, it was it was it was a it was just an enjoyable story. I mean, have you, either of you guys read it? I, I know pieces um, of it.
0: Haven't finished. No. At
3: all. Okay, I don't want to spoil a whole lot for you, but it it um it's his. You know, dealing with like this small um, town yeah. and like a, a shop owner, like she's basically like a cantina owner. She, but she also it's like a shop and then the cantina and then a garage for speeder repairs and stuff like that. But then there's also problems with the Tuscan Raiders and everything else, and it's it's just this whole crazy like series of unfortunate events almost that just kind of continue to happen and happen and it just spirals out of control by the end of it and then you finally get like the big reveal at the end as to like what's really going on and it's cool because you get to see um, Kenobi's like trying to almost kind of mirroring what was going on in the Ahsoka novel. Like he's trying to hide who he is. Yeah, You know, he's not, you know, using his force powers in front of people, not whipping the lightsaber out, you know, at the drop of a hat. Um, there was a scene at the very beginning of the book where he basically stumbles into this cantina trying to find directions out to the, uh, to the Lars homestead mm-hmm. and a bar fight breaks out. And in order to break up the bar fight, he picks up a blaster and, Shoots out the light in the ceiling, and then the lightsaber comes out, and he puts an end to it into it while nobody can see what's going on.
0: Oh, that's what I'm talking about. See, I think that I think that would be I don't know. There's so many things I think they could do with Obi wan and and even I would love the journal to be a huge part of it. I know the comics have touched on it a little bit, and just what is he writing to 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 Luke Skywalker? Why is he doing it? What what information is he trying to relate to him? So I, I just i would love for that i'd love for some of this this novel to be a part of it there's so much good story that can be told that doesn't have to be you know it could be a more mature ewan mcgregor and not you know a younger kind of lightsaber wielding uh younger obi-wan i would really like to see that a little more dramatic than than anything so god i'm looking forward to that um and i'm looking forward to casting i'm looking forward to all of it let's be honest um but, uh, wait, anything else on your mind right now? Star Wars related
3: and or anything else? Well, I um, made a promise before I got onto the, uh, the call tonight with you guys. Let's go. That I was going to mention something about my daughter tonight. Come on. Because she was, she was a little upset with me during our last conversation that I was uh, relaying stories about the boys and not about her. That's fair. So, um, yeah, she's... She's just as much of a fan as the rest of us are. Um, I think Ray's definitely one of her favorite characters. She loves Ahsoka. But she wants to know, Mike, Uh when you're going to finish Fallen Order? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Holly just brought that up the other day.
1: When are you going to finish Fallen Order? I I
3: mean, I might have an
0: hour Mm. or so tonight if I can log on. And uh, I actually uh, got on Battlefront the other night trying to up my levels because (laughs) I know I'm going to get on there with Rob, he's going to whoop my butt. So, uh, oh, <laughs> I know I, I, I've got about 25, probably more percent to go. Um, and I think, unfortunately, the a, a spoiler at the end has already been ruined for me, but uh, I gotta finish it. You're right, and Holly needs to finish it. She's further than I am,
1: I'm like 80 something percent.
0: Yeah, so we're so close. Um,
3: so did, I, I Holly, did you make it to uh, did you make it to Illum yet? I don't think you I
1: have. don't think so.
0: I don't think. Yeah, I don't recall that name. Maybe (laughs) maybe we were there and we didn't know it. It's possible. Yeah. No, I've got to do it, man. We're gonna we're gonna finish that. We have to. So we've been installing the floors in the loft and doing all this ripping up Mm -hmm. carpet and stuff. No fun stuff. No other than the Battlefront, though. I was playing Battlefront. Michael did fun stuff. Holly was. You were painting. Yeah. And I was just yelling and cursing and stuff. She's like, I can't even think up here. <laughs> um, so but Jeff, fall in order, though, is a little I'm a little more calm. You know, it's not multiplayer. I'm not, you know, poning a bunch of noobs.
1: But sometimes Michael will like swing to like grab a vine and totally then he'll try it. to pull the next one and he'll miss it. And he'll do it like 20 times. Oh, in a yeah.
0: Row. Oh, yeah. Especially the ones where you're like, sliding down the ice and stuff.
3: I kept having the problem where i was hitting the push button instead of the pull, so it was shoving the vine away from me instead of uh grabbing it. what
1: the hell now
0: yeah when i went back to play the game again i'd forgot all the maneuvers so i always I had to sit there and, and be silly for a while and remember what the hell i was doing mm-hmm. um so, so i'm gonna have to do that again now it's been so long so we assure her we will finish it and we are going to talk about it Um, and that's that's gonna have to happen soon. I what the game's been out probably over a year now at this point, still haven't finished it. Well, since November, Uh, November, okay, so that's not too bad. It
1: hasn't been a year yet. You you have time,
0: I've been shut in for weeks now, Mm -hmm. and I should have finished it by now, but uh. That's that's my goal, man. Maybe this week I've been I've been. Rob follows up with me every once in a while. He's like, "Hey, man, just checking out. Have you finished the game?" I'm like, "Nah, man. I'm really sorry. <laughs> Not yet." But let her know it is going to happen soon, uh, and I want to talk about it because I love that story. I love that story, <laughs> and I'm so happy that I think they're showing his perspective of Order Sixty Six. It's what I wanted. I had it on my checklist when the game came out, and I'm pretty sure we get it um so I'm, I'm really pleased with that story and it's just I, I could not believe such a story came out in a video game it, it, it to me it even beats the bat uh battle uh battlefront 2 campaign so um
3: i'm all in, and, well, and in order. i think they've confirmed they're doing a second one too let's
0: go <laughs> well, so cow must survive i guess if we
1: go to celebration maybe we'll find out that's true
0: that would be one of the big reveals i'm sure yeah August. it would be absolutely we'll have to get
1: into that panel again
0: Praising. hello um anything else i mean is the daughter asleep she could stop in and say hi oh yeah yeah she's asleep.
3: asleep yeah and, so okay. all the kids are asleep all three of them um i don't know you mentioned something about uh hyperspace inquiries do we want to Pull the you know on what? That.
0: I actually absolutely forgot. I'm so happy you mentioned it because I meant to start <laughs> off with it, but we just got to talking. So really sorry about that. Um, Yeah. Let's, you, is everyone, uh, Luke, did you have a chance to prepare any, any uh, inquiries?
2: No, I didn't prepare any of my own. Okay. But, well, we
0: have plenty.
1: You're uh, still going to
2: participate. You're yeah, going to yeah. answer
0: them. Yes, absolutely. So it, it, folks, if you're not familiar with hyperspace inquiries, really, you know, it's, it's a subtle, it's a, it's a segment that we do every so often, you know, when Mike can think of a few questions, but they're basically just, you know, fun, lighthearted questions that you would, you know, want to ask your co-pilot or any of your other crew members in hyperspace, you know, things you've been meaning to get off your chest or any you know, things you're curious about. Um, and it typically, you know, we wrap it up in two minutes phrasing. Um, so it's definitely a quickie, um, phrasing. So if you guys are ready, uh, Wade, we'll start with you, uh, and Holly, you can go second and I'll go third and we'll just rotate, um, at that point. And so you, Wade, go ahead and ask all three of your questions and Holly, you can do yours and I'll do mine. And, and, uh, and and Luke, maybe you start off with the answers as well. All right. All right, guys. I'm going to go ahead and prep that hyperdrive. And here we go. Wade, you're on the clock.
3: Okay. You're able to train under one Jedi or one Sith Master. Who is it?
2: A- Luke? Oof. uh. uh. I gotta
0: go, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Holly, Ooh,
1: I was gonna say Obi
0: Wan. Ooh, I would say Obi Wan too. I know. I wanted. Yeah, Luke. I'm sorry. Wade, do you have an answer
3: to that one? Obi Wan, definitely. Nice.
0: <laughs> All right, Holly. Or right, go, go ahead, ahead, Wade. Third que- Or second question. Question
3: number two. What color is your lightsaber? Ooh, phrasing,
2: Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've like. I have, like, the yellow one, so I think I'll go with the yellow.
0: Ooh, might see a doctor for that.
1: Yeah, Holly? I'm still sticking with purple.
2: Phr-
0: phrasing. Uh, I'm going to go green because I feel like I'm a master and uh, an intellect. Uh, Wait.
3: Orange. Ooh. <laughs> Sick.
0: Third question.
3: Which is the more quotable quote? <laughs> May the force be with you or this is the way.
2: Luke. Uh, I gotta go with the classic, May, May the Force Be With You. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I also have to go with May the Force Be With You.
0: I'm gonna third that. It's a, it's a, it's a good one, uh, but I'll say, I mean, recently, this is the way is everywhere. Uh-huh. I think mean, it's yeah, probably and more, it's more, more casual.
2: Culture. It's more easy to slip in without people realizing what it is. Crazy! May the Force Be With You. Luke, Everyone knows that. This is a
0: peachy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, Holly, your three questions. Wow. We are in hyperspace.
1: Okay, question number one. This is an open-ended question. Ooh. There's no multiple choice Ooh. for this okay. one. Since we're all quarantined, who would you want to be quarantined with?
2: Luke. Yoda.
0: Uh, I'd say Holly, but she's not a Star Wars character. Uh, uh, yeah, Yoda would be a good time.
3: Going back to Obi-Wan again. Nice. I think Yoda. Yeah, he'd be so, fun.
1: Um, okay, question number two. <clears throat> oh,
0: God. It's raunchy. I can feel it.
1: <laughs> no, but my phone autocorrected, so oh, okay. I'm going to have to figure out what I actually need Oh, we're in hyperspace. You okay. don't have much time. All right. Who would you rather have for your grandpa, Palpatine or Darth Vader?
0: Oh, my God. Luke?
2: <laughs> I think Palpatine, because it'd be more uh, fun to talk about with other people.
0: Oh, my God. I'm going to say Vader for bragging rights. Wait. Vader.
1: Yeah. All right. All right. Third I'm with, question. I'm with Luke on the Palpatine.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Um, okay. My final question. You can only have one mode of transportation. Is it a do back or a tauntaun? <laughs>
2: so, Luke? Gotta go tauntaun.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna second the tauntauns. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
3: pull the tauntaun. I do better in the cold.
0: Yes. <laughs> Holly, what would you ride? Fraser? Oh,
1: you guys, I was gonna get a do back.
0: Oh, nice and sweaty. <laughs> Are creepy. crazy oh. gosh uh all right guys i've got a few questions here for you uh who would you rather be intimate with bib fortuna job of the Hutt, or claude luke
1: <laughs>
0: i gotta go with claude perfect holly i
1: guess jama
0: <laughs> Ew. uh wade Wonga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Bib on that one. I love it. Uh, guys, starting with Luke, who wore the Padawan braid better, Anakin or Obi-Wan? Anakin. I agree,
3: Holly.
0: Oh, Obi-Wan. Ooh, Wade.
3: Obi-Wan. Thank uh, you.
0: See, I, I think Anakin too. I think we're all split on that one. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Guys, would I make a good Jedi Knight and why?
1: That's not how this works. Luke?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> longest hyperspace inquiries ever. Uh, you could say I'm kind, I'm generous, you know, I'm, I'm a good fighter, whatever you think.
2: I, I think you I, I think you would be more of a Mace Windu type, you I know, agree. a, a warrior. That's what I'm talking about. I, I don't think, think you'd probably be the um, the more um, meditative that's fair.
0: That's fair. He seems like an extrovert.
2: Holly, be careful with your <laughs>
1: words. Okay. Yeah, you'd be a good oh, Jedi Knight.
0: Wow, awkward. <laughs> Sounds like you want to say it off camera. I'm down, Wade.
3: Uh, I think I'm going to second what Luke said. You kind of strike yeah. me as more of a uh, more of a gray Jedi.
0: Yeah. Come so. On. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah I, I, I can see it, but. Kind you know. of skirt to the dark side a little I bit. I will say
0: I dabble in the dark side phrasing, um, but yeah, I am pretty strong, guys. I've been doing a lot of lot of lifting lately, so I, I'm pretty I'm pretty strong with the force and flooring.
1: And those boxes and of laminate And boxes of laminate, laminate
0: yeah. Uh, it turns out I'm pretty good at that. Well, guys, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. And, and if it's your first time for hyperspace inquiries, usually they're not that long phrasing. Hmm. Uh, but that was a long hyperspace. I mean, def- that, that was definitely, you know, that was much
1: Borderline dangerous.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't think the hyperdrive can take that kind of distance. Um, but we, we, we for raising, yeah, we <laughs> went the big one, uh, on this one. So yeah, that was a, that was a nice installment. Um, of hyperspace inquiries we don't do it often but it's one of my favorites because you never know what people are going to ask um and so everyone here had really fantastic questions
1: we know a little more about each other
0: every time we do it i know a little more about each and every one of you
1: is it a good thing
0: i actually think we're going to probably have folks start writing in for some hyperspace inquiries and we can ask everyone on the panel the (laughs) questions. that's a great idea right because i start to run out of ideas um to be honest but uh uh guys any final thoughts
1: That was good.
0: That was fun. I'm glad you reminded us, Wade, because I totally forgot about the hyperspace inquiries. (laughs) Um, Well, Wade, it's always so freaking great talking to you, buddy. I'm glad things are going well. I'm glad you're doing well. Tell the wife thank you, not only for, you know, saving lives, but... Also letting you do this tonight. Uh I, I have I have so many apologies and, and and gratefulness to spit out to everyone's significant other when they participate in these things. So thank her for me and thanks for being such a freaking awesome part of our community, my friend. Um keeping that Facebook group alive and loving Star Wars no matter what, man. And and you just been you've been a great friend and I cannot wait to make a trip to Gettysburg. We're gonna meet up, have some brews, hit the town. Maybe do a reenactment or two uh, and and definitely get together. This is the way. This is the way. Luke, I'm glad you stopped in tonight. I'm glad the kids got to bed. Um, That was unexpected, and it was a good unexpected uh, present tonight. So thanks for dropping by
2: you never know when i might appear
0: you never know when luke's <laughs> gonna slip in phrasing wow um holly thanks again for being here as always i thanks for putting up with two podcasts this week can i say that
1: mm-hmm. it was also a long walk from the couch to wow really the table, far so. over
0: there yeah you're right long to get here a long trip um but guys th- thanks for joining us again in the second episode this week um Hope you enjoyed the Casual Counsel earlier this week. We're going to get this guy posted here soon. Um, always a hoot to have Wade on here. Get in that Facebook group. Chat it up with him. Um, he always has good discussion topics going. Um, lots of sweaty details to share. Um, so get in there and join that group. Check us out on Instagram. Send us an email. Send us some hyperspace inquiries. Because I'm For starting sure. to run out of ideas, Holly. Um, so get in there, send us a message send us a voicemail, whatever you want to do do it all if you'd like but um, that's all for us guys so we'll see you next time and uh, may the force be with you